Hey guys, this is Ashley and Ress, and we're back for another episode of She Wolf Alchemy. This week, we are talking about forgiveness. What it is, what it isn't, and the gray areas in between. Love it. Yeah, so uh, anybody that has been following our show since we started would know, like, yeah, this is not Ress's area. This is not Ress's area at all. Uh, Ress not even sure what she's going to say on this topic. <laughs> yeah, forgiveness is still kind of a gray area for me. I guess forgiveness in the way that a lot of people look at it. I am not big on holding on to things. I definitely believe in letting go of things and kind of just not letting things bother me. Uh, but also because I'm not allowing the situation, whatever it was, to be a main focus. But I do know I do struggle when like that situation is brought back up to me. Like if I have to remember, I have to focus on that type of thing. Uh, and so, yeah, I guess that's why I say like, yeah, it's a gray area for me because I'm not walking around holding on to stuff. Like, I hate them. Angry, blah, blah, blah. Like, nope. I've decided in my head that the situation is whatever I decided it was. Let it go and I'm walking. But I do know I am definitely like the other day I was watching a TV show. And I won't go into a specific show because people who know me gonna know exactly what situation I'm talking about. But I was watching a TV show and uh, a situation happened that was like similar to the situation that I was in that really, really hurt me. And I was like, damn, blah, 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 just in my head. Just, like I got mad as if I was like in that moment again, like legit was like curse them and vengeance. Um, <laughs> And not real business, but in that moment, I was very angry. And then, like, I kind of, like, chilled. And I was just like, hmm, that was interesting. <laughs> I was like, that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I just didn't think about that. And then I just kind of went over my day, though. Like, and after that, like, I was not thinking about the situation. I was not thinking about anybody involved. I wasn't angry about it no more. But, yeah, when that thing came up unexpectedly. So... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's kind of like a gray area for me. I'm really good at like, you know how people say forgive and forget, and they're like, and I forgive, but I can't forget. Like, no, my ass be forgetting. I be struggling with the forgive, <laughs> but I be forgetting. I be forgetting about that they exist until whenever. And see, I went like, I okay, so I went and looked up the definition and the first thing that popped up was saying like allowing the negative emotions to pass so you can move, basically move forward mm -hmm. to summarize it. And I was like, oh, I could do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like That part seems easy, but I feel like there's this other part that we've not, like if that's just what the word means, we put so much more on forgiveness than oh, <laughs> Because, but, but when I thought that, I was like, oh yeah, I can do that. But then if I'm allowed to move on, like in what you're talking about, because that was my question. I like kind of brought it back up to myself of like, but if something is brought back up, because I was thinking about like people that I work with who are like, who have experienced things that, yeah, are unforgivable. <laughs> like there's a, what, what, what? What would be the goal in forgiving this person? They're not saddled with the negative emotions with it per se, but there's no reason we should be, you know, but when yeah. we think of forgiveness, it's like, oh, just make it okay and make amends. We think of the moral 
for religious context of forgiveness, I think is what most of us are used to. Because mm-hmm. you know my belief on this. Me and you have had many discussions on this. Like I am anti-telling people who have been victims of brutality that they need to forgive yeah. their abusers. Right. You got to forgive them. And this person going on just creating more victims. Not caring right. about their forgiveness, not blah, blah, blah. But y'all make them go through this whole exercise. Like, you got to forgive. You got to you gotta say bless them. Like, no, I am so, oh my gosh, I'm like getting triggered talking about it. I am so against that. And I think it could be so harmful. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I think, that, and that's kind of why I always am like, when it's yeah. brought up, I'm like, I'm not great. Like, yeah, move on part. Like, yes, let's do that. Let's right. drop it. Let's blah, blah, blah. But that point of, and I think that's, again, more of that religious context of, and then. We think of it as absolution, like you're absolved. Yeah. But that's not, I don't think that's real forgiveness because <laughs> you can never actually be just completely absolved or, and no one owes you that either. Like you still did what you did. The consequences of your actions should still exist. But we've definitely made like forgiveness into this strange thing. And, and I agree with you in that, yeah, there are situations like that, like forms of brutality and, and violence towards someone where they, they don't have any reason to um to forgive that. And they can move on, like they can mm-hmm. get yeah. a place. But then, yeah, if I see this person or if I'm reminded of this situation, it is natural that I'm gonna feel some type of way about it. Mm-hmm. So if forgiveness is meaning that I never have that reaction, then I think that's strange <laughs> i don't think that's i, I think that's trash mm-hmm. I, I personally think that's trash i think that's so trash yeah i think it, we need to focus more on the but can you move on for it like you don't and i think that keeps so many people stuck too because i've worked with a lot of individuals who had that mindset of like no because if i really forgive them it wouldn't bother me no more if i really forgive them i would be able to see them and not be triggered and not and by the way that's not how triggers work if i've really in it keep it can keep some people really really stuck and i just became move on from it mm-hmm. is it stopping your growth are you letting it dominate your life yeah. let's get you to the point that it's not doing that you don't have to bless them and wish them best on their merry way. Because somebody hugs somebody in a courtroom one more time. <laughs> I... And look, I'm not against it. If that's what you have in your heart to do, I'm just against like preaching that that's the only way to do it. Agreed. I understand. Yeah. But I appreciate when people are, it makes me think of, of, of Pastor Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ain't no black power when your baby is killed by a coward. <laughs> that whole song is about how y'all coming to me for good advice, but you come with and mess with my family <laughs> and mess with mine. I'm not going to have all this sanctity, all this other type of stuff. Is gonna, it's going to be for the streets. <laughs> and I think that's real. But, anywho, but yeah, I think of forgiveness isn't necessarily like accepting, um, like it doesn't make whatever happened just suddenly okay. It doesn't remove the wrongdoing or any of the consequences. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. But can we go into the consequences? Because there's a natural 
order law of consequences, whether we're talking about man law or universal law, um, consequences is not when you go out and seek your own vengeance and by this is the consequences, because that's not forgiving. That's not that's not letting go. That's not consequences. That's vengeance. That's real. And those are two different, very, very different things. And I want to be make sure we make that very clear. Yeah. But it but if the consequence of like right, like let's say you you have wronged me. Uh-huh. And the consequence of that is that I no longer trust you. And that means that we can't continue uh-huh. our relationship. Yeah. I can still be like, yep, yeah, I'm not gonna carry those feelings. I forgive, but the consequence still is what it is. The trust is still broken. We uh-huh. are still Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the consequence of that can be like, and I don't I don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Not only like no, I don't fuck with you. I don't plan to ever. You blocked on everything. You don't stay blocked on everything. But it's not like I don't fuck with you. It's over. I'ma burn down your mailbox. Yes. I'm gonna put you on blast to your mama. Talk bad about you on social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do drive bys by your house. Like that's not consequences <laughs> removing yourself from a situation that's fine that is a consequence calling the police if that needs to happen that's fine that's consequences but yeah some of this stuff is just pure old vengeance and um that is unattractive mm-hmm. i think what also makes it hard for people to even forgive though is that feeling of like oh, like it's like i'm letting you off the hook yes Oh my gosh, yes, that's a huge one. I feel like I, I talked to someone recently about um something they could not let go of, and that was their thing. They were like, because I feel like all I have is my anger. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was their response. I feel like all I have is my anger. And if I take away my anger, they're getting off the hook because the other orders that be that should have done something did not do something. So all I got against them is the anger. Um mm-hmm. And the thing is, they didn't give a freak about the anger. It did not affect them. Yeah. So now you're just holding on to that anger. Mm-hmm. They're going on living a merry life. Mm-hmm. Your anger is not doing anything to them. It's not changing the concept. It's not changing the order of how things happen. It's not creating a dom. It, it doesn't matter. Now you're holding on to this thing. And just making yourself miserable. That's like that other saying, what they say, it's like drinking poison and expecting somebody else to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta let that stuff go, unfortunately, and move on because you're not holding. Even for people who are in your life, I think even in minor situations of this, like I have to hold this over you in order to what make sure that you fully understand what you did and that you upset mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and sometimes that's all like an ego trip. Mm-hmm. how dare you disturb me and upset me like yo bro we all take else. like we all, yeah. we all get disappointed we all get hurt you know it doesn't make it right it doesn't whatever but but folks want penitence mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to suffer and let me know that you know that i know that we all know that i'm mad at you, <laughs> <laughs> and that you need to make up for it you know, something that, um, and this may not be getting over it now that I'm thinking about it and about to say it out loud, but like, help me kind of get over that kind of like mindset is like, I truly believe that 
who are you going to call the universe ancestors? Like, they got my back. And I just like, I mean, you're not getting off the hook. And like, I just have that mindset. And maybe that's just vengeance of another way of me thinking like, ah, yeah, I'm going to be avenged. <laughs> that's why I'm more okay with it. But I definitely had that switch somewhere around like age, like 25, yeah. where I was just like, you know what? People do things to me. Things happen to them. Okay with that. <laughs> so I don't need to be mad. <laughs> I think even more of like we all get our lessons at some point, and like, and you're right. Like you, I, I too am one of the favorites, and it's like, you know, like doing me wrong will will never, will never get you to the pearly case. Like you will not. I don't, I don't know, but like I'm not saying like something will rain down upon you, but you, you're not gonna, you, you can't get too far treating people that way. And I'm such a what I know about me. <laughs> Look. I'm like, I'm such a great person. Like, doing me wrong? Like, that's got to be bad for your future. That's, that's not good at all. <laughs> so. No. You know what, though? I had one situation that happened around that time that it was just such fast karma. I'm going to lie. Y'all laugh. I laughed as hell. I laughed like a good five minutes when I found out about it, but it happened so quickly that I was just like, see, see, this is why you don't hurt Russ's feelings. <laughs> so whoever saw me crying was like, you know what? Not my baby. Not my baby. She ain't did nothing to deserve that. <laughs> and hellfire rained upon them. But anyways, I didn't do anything to cause it. <laughs> that is what I want to say. Karma came in quick. And I know sometimes we have this idea of like karma isn't real because you do have lots of people that do really big scale bad things and they seem to um, just keep going on doing big scale bad things for very long times. Politics comes to mind. But I do think that sometimes it works itself out in ways that one, we don't see ways that may not come in the timing that we want. But it comes. And I think that sometimes we want things to be tit for tat. And I don't think that's necessarily how karma works. It's not, oh, you step on my toe and laugh. Someone's going to step on your toe and laugh. Like, no, it can be, okay, and now you run out of gas on 75. In five lane traffic, you in the middle lane, you forgot your card for AAA, and you in Atlanta, so they shoot you. Like, that could be it. It's just... <laughs> It could also be that there's just less peace. Less peace. <laughs> your face messed me up. I saw your face. He was just like, where are we going? Where are we going? Ended. Yeah, it kept going. Um, <laughs> it could also be just, yeah, no peace. Even people who do big corrupt things mm -hmm. at night, like mm, what we really truly know <laughs> about people is if you live your life a certain way, there's probably not a lot of peace behind closed doors and in your heart, in your mind, when you're alone. Mm -hmm. So I think some things are generational. Some things they pass on. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. Uh, Ooh, what's the what's the scale of that? You get to the afterlife and they're like, you've cursed your future generations with your bullshit. What? <laughs> <laughs> have to reincarnate back into that line of bullshit <laughs> that you started right yeah no i don't know how it works on that side but <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I will say definitely 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 there is some like 
family generational curses shit like somebody somebody did something somewhere some of these families because sometimes you sit there man if y'all ever had to do a genogram if y'all ever had to do a genogram you will sit there and be like genograms are basically like a family map of trauma and sometimes you'll sit there and you'll go through somebody's like family history with them and you'll do a genogram and you're just like so clinically speaking, I can't use the word generational curse, but <laughs> there's something that's went down four generations. Something's happening here. Mm -hmm. Anywho, but no, I definitely feel like um, that kind of helps me to let go of things. I don't know. That's not because, yeah, that's not one of those, you're such a good person things. <laughs> it's a karma. Somebody else gonna get you. Somebody else gonna get you. See? <laughs> See what happens. Yeah, yeah. And I think one of the big things is that we got to stress is that like forgiveness does not make you weak. I think that there's this idea going back to that, like, all I have is my anger. I have to hook on to it. This idea of like letting go of the anger means you are letting them off the hook or it means that you're weak, you're pacifying the issue, you're and you're docile and you have to you have to seek vengeance. I, I gotta I gotta get that man back. I gotta get that woman back. I gotta I can't just let this go type of situation. That does not equate weakness at all. And I think sometimes we confuse the two. Yeah. It gets so hyped up too though from even outside pressures and things like that. But there are a lot of people who end up in a lot of pain, suffering and or dead because they just couldn't let something go. Mm -hmm. Because they didn't want to appear weak and couldn't just move on and that's very extreme situations yeah people have people have died but you're right i think also people get it from i think of i think of like cultural stuff of like i wouldn't let that slide if that was me mm -hmm. and you get like that type of people pressure. worried about the optics right and so people get so hyped up in that and when i was thinking about that too i was thinking of like um even on tv shows and stuff like there's always some character who is like, they they don't, even to ask for forgiveness, right? Like, oh, I don't say I'm sorry. I, I never apologize for things. I It's so hard for me. Like there's always some, always some character like that on the show who's like, I, I'm, they just can't say it. And it's so funny and ha 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 ha. And they're like mm -hmm. strong, you know, or there's people who never forgive, but I just, it just, it just is, is too much. Like it's just become so much painted around this mm -hmm. and in actuality yeah you just got a bunch of people holding on to stuff that <laughs> they don't need to be holding on to so forgiveness does not make you weak um mm -hmm. letting it go and, and going on about your day is is more a sign i would say of strength and, and maturity but also you know in saying that it's a sign of strength it's also okay to be like you know what not right now right now i'm not in a place where i can forgive you right now i'm too hurt Right now, the wound is too fresh. Right now, oh, I got other ways I'm trying to heal. Whatever it is, it's definitely okay if it's not the right time because the reality of it is nobody even owes you forgiveness. Where, where that is something I feel like I've been working with a lot of people on as of late. Of it's okay if you're not in that place. I think sometimes, especially if you are of a culture or family or just the people you hang around, pressure you to forgive, hurry up and hurry up and heal. You feel the need to 
kind of make this transition of like, okay, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. And it just hinders the process more. Mm. You go around here faking this whole feeling you don't really feel. Allow the process. Allow the process. Allow, if it hurts, allow it to hurt. If you need to cry, allow yourself to cry. If you need to pout for a couple of days, pout for a couple of days. Some things take longer than a couple of days to heal, and that's fine too. But I, I think healing needs to be authentic. And when healing is authentic, you it comes when it comes. And sometimes you're, and I, I want to explain that too, because when I say it comes, it comes, I don't mean like one day you just wake up and you magically forgive. Maybe for some of us, that's how it happens. But for some, we're like, okay, now I'm tired of being mad. What's the next step? Okay, well, now that you're tired of being mad, next step is this. Or I'm tired of crying. Maybe you're not tired of being mad, but like, I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of this heavy weight. Then the next step is forgiveness. It might not just always just pop in your head. It's, oh, I'm completely over this, but allow yourself to be in this space that you're in and not force yourself out of it. Definitely. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And then after we, and then when you get to that place, know that you're allowed to let stuff go. Mm -hmm. I think another reason that people may have a hard time forgiving others is if they've never really received forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know we circle back to childhood a lot, (laughs) but really, I think that there are things like, especially surrounding this topic that happened then where one, you may not one, the way that we teach kids about just like apologies and forgiveness is so yeah. surface level blanket. Say you're sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you tell him you forgive him. I forgive you. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we forcing this upon people, upon children? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I just say though, as someone who is like very much, if you don't want to say that, you don't have to. I think we force it because it hurts our feelings because my daughter definitely will not tell me like she'll do something. I'll be like, I didn't hear a sorry. I, I didn't hear whatever. And she'll just be like, that's how, that's how Kari felt. And she'll just walk away and I'll be like, oh, a little hurt feelings. Like, okay. Okay. Am I going too far left? <laughs> there is a, I know. I, cause I definitely, yeah. And hearing you say that there is a line of like, cause I've heard other arguments on that of, it's like, you, you want to teach them, you know, <laughs> you want them to learn the proper way. And that sometimes this is a part of the social interactions that we mm-hmm. have and social norms that we do to all get along mm-hmm. yeah and i think no, no, she does great with other kids it's just me it's <laughs> me. Just, just the adults in her life she's just like y'all should get over your feelings she's like y'all are emotionally you- safe people so i'm gonna say what i want it's emotionally heard? safe for her not us but that's that's fine it's fine we're the adults here but even in this, so we teach the surface level, I'm sorry, I forgive you. But then also, do kids really get forgiven when they do wrong? Or do they just get like punishment? <laughs> and then, like, I'm trying to think. I think with certain parents, yeah, but I'm trying to think to myself, do I feel like I actually was ever really forgiven? With my mom, yes. Mm-hmm. My mom, yes. With my dad's, no. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It was like a, just, we had a routine of like, yeah, Matt, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was like nothing. It was a routine. Like, okay, I did the bad thing. You did the yellow thing. I said, sorry. You kind of grumble. You you don't watch your TV. 
whatever <laughs> that was the thing but i definitely feel like with my mom i had a lot of like and i didn't mean to yell i'm sorry too because you know and it, you kind of have that kind of dialogue of like yeah yeah forgiveness or even i guess i would say even grace like some people were raised in environments where there wasn't really room mm -hmm. to make much of a mistake and when they made things that were simple mistakes that could have been forgivable they instead were given punishment and consequences and everything else. yeah yeah i definitely think um that is a, a thing for a lot of people of just like matter of fact sometimes i think about it about people who get really mad at other people's like sexuality or what other people do in their bedroom just like things like that that have like nothing to do with them does not affect them at all and they're so angry i always i'm like i just feel like this is because you're mad that there's people that are living exactly the way they want to and you don't get to you have rules you have to follow and it's like you have to follow my rules because i have to follow my rules I insist all you guys follow my rules. How dare you not have to follow rules if I have to? I mean, and it's that same concept of when you talk to people who are like, I don't want you guys to have student loan forgiveness. I had to pay off my student loans. Mm. So why don't you? I, I worked hard. I figured it out. This concept of like, I wasn't given grace. I wasn't given whatever. And so I don't want you to have it either. Because that's fair. Because mm -hmm. they don't care about just. Yeah, and then they'll hold that line and then be like, well, the world is harsh. Mm -hmm. I just love when people <laughs> choose to like be the harshness in the world and then they're like, well, it's harsh. Oh, it didn't have to be. We don't all have to be so damn harsh towards each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know why you're holding up this line. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's always kind of weird to me too. Like, and don't get me wrong. I, I am a true Gemini. I love playing devil's advocate. But in like serious matters of like, okay like no we're trying to like problem solve to be like well no people are mean so let's also be mean to teach them that people are mean and it's like or we could teach them niceness and we can be nice and then maybe we'll be the ruling majority like i don't understand this whole yeah this is how the world is so this is how i have to be too agreed they say be the change you want to be right right you're testing that theory they're just choosing to be crap people <laughs> mm -hmm. And there's all this fear about, you know, this fear of being perceived as soft. Um, mm -hmm. And I was thinking about it the other day because I was having a conversation and we were talking about like the soft girl era. Like you keep saying all the social media, I'm in my soft girl era, blah, blah, blah. And like why this needed to be a thing. And of course, we got into all the different aspects of like, well, it wasn't safe to be soft and you had to be defensive, blah, blah, blah. But we both got into this conversation of like, do you know, also I used to brag about like not being soft and like would be offended if someone had called me soft mm -hmm. because I cared that much about the optics of that. And I also cared so much about, you know, this idea like you not go get over on me and I want to make sure that's the warning I'm giving out. And like we had this moment of like how immature that mindset was, but how prevalent it was. That almost all the people we knew, like, no, all of us went through that phase. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I'm thinking of that like idea of like, you're not going to get one over on me. I've got to have my armor out this far, mm -hmm. this thick, this wide, versus like, I just don't have to be in places that make me feel that defensive. Yeah. To be around. I don't have to interact with people that make me feel like I have to be that defensive. And that's it. Like, truly, it could be that simple. Um, 
And and as a side note, some a lot of people do need to kind of take inventory of the people that they allow around them. Mm-hmm. Some people around them have just been there for a really long time. Um, and they may not, or, or maybe they're new. I don't know. But some people may be reverberating back to you negative junk that <laughs> you don't need in your life. So just, just survey. Mm-hmm. Survey how you feel around certain folks. And you get in to stop interacting with them. And probably stop interacting with them. <laughs> you can literally that's that's also a part of it. You can just stop. You can stop feeding into it. It always like, I don't know. It always like tickles me when people have these like frenemy friendships. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't get the concept. I mean, you feel like it me at any point in our friendship. I'm ending the friendship. Like I don't. I do not understand it. And I didn't think it used to be, I didn't think it was a common thing. It's, and then I start talking to folks and I'm like, this is a thing. Yes, the more that I explore other people's friendships, I am very surprised because you're you right. Me and my friends always been love and, and rah-rah and I don't like argue with my friends. You know, we have disagreements, but they don't get more than a, okay, all right. They don't go. Look, when I found out grown people regularly arguing with their friends, I was like, y'all, what? Y'all, y'all got options. Y'all can just like stop being friends with them. Y'all got cars. Y'all can just go to new places, meet new people. I, you know, and I'm not saying never, because there will probably be situations where you might have to have an argument or whatever. But I don't think I've ever had an adult friendship. And when I say adult, I mean over the age of 21 where we had a arguing was a regular part of our relationship right even my most toxic friend that i struggled to let go of love the hell out of her still to this day me and her didn't even argue like that me and her got in maybe like two arguments mm-hmm. years apart and i'm just like i don't but people are doing this on a regular basis and i just right. don't understand it Right. And that type of energy is reverberating back to you, hanging around with people who don't like you, who treat you like they don't like you, mm-hmm. um, can make you feel unlikable. <laughs> it can impact how you view yourself. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like, check your circle, check what things are being reflected back to you from the people around you and the things that they're saying, you know, is that, oh, that's my girl. She just keep it real. But is she like overly critical of you for absolutely no good reason? Mm-hmm. Is it meant to be helpful or is it just meant to like tear you down? Check your circle, check your circle, check your circle. We talk about forgiveness though. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my God on that. And all the mm-hmm. forgiveness though, I think I think it is easier to forgive others too when you forgive yourself for things. Kind of yeah. like you were talking about earlier, when you hold too tight to your rules and stuff, that's when you be trying to make other folks miserable i think when, mm-hmm. when you're holding too tight of like if i feel guilty because i'm not as productive as i think i should mm-hmm. be i think that it's lazy that i'm la- or i'm trying to avoid being lazy and by doing so i do a b c d and i don't see you doing those things mm-hmm. then that gives me room to be like well, mm-hmm. judge you when really i'm tired exhausted busted and disgusted thinking you're supposed to be running around like how i'm running around Versus I had some grace for myself and just said, you know what? I be tired and I, I don't want to run around. This then, is I a, can, then I can have more grace for somebody else. 
Yeah, this is reminding that reminds me of this is a little off topic, but it reminds me of people who are like, my mama was a single mama and she didn't put her baby daddy on child support. She wasn't out here. Da, da, da. She didn't drop us off at grandma. She blah, 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 blah. So you so you should also like, boy, your mama took her in the back room when you was in the bathroom and said, baby, run. I don't even know the last time that boy washed himself. Run. Your mama was tired and run down. Why would you want to put shot on somebody else? Mm-hmm. Mm. But yes, going back to <laughs> the yeah, forgiveness. We create, we create these strange circumstances for ourselves or somebody else gave them to us and we just ran with it. And then we want to hold every, everybody else accountable to it. But I think, yeah, not being able to forgive yourself for things or create space to have some grace for yourself causes you to be more harsh on other people as well. Yeah. Like we all got to We all got to be miserable <laughs> doing stuff we don't want to do. This is life. How dare you be special and try. Mm-hmm. Like once I learned to be nicer to myself, replace my inner critic, replace the ideas I let ruminate in my mind and became softer and more compassionate with me, I definitely became softer and more compassionate with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real. Mm-hmm. It does allow for a lot more. Um, like I, I just love using the term grace. So that's how I try to think of things. Like anytime I do things with ease and empathy, it feels like grace. It's just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Just be like, yeah, leave room for sometimes things don't go the right way. Sometimes people don't mean it. Most aren't being malicious. Like there's so many, you know, because because again, I know there's so many times when I've needed. Are there? I mean, I was going to say where I've needed forgiveness, but I'm pretty. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, there's definitely plenty of times I've made mistakes and have needed grace and forgiveness and 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 when I've received it or when I've given it to myself. And and that's another note, I think, too, that sometimes you might be the only person who can forgive you. That's mm-hmm. why I think being able to forgive yourself is so important, because like I've said a few times tonight, apparently, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> nobody else owes you that. So you may be in situations where only you can forgive yourself because you have to move on yeah maybe that other person is not ready to forgive you maybe what you did is 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 not time for that but you still have to move on and find some peace yeah and so there may be times that or maybe somebody's just petty and just don't who knows it doesn't matter that's their journey but in order for you to move on you got to do that and also so you can be pleasant to be around i know you know, Ress and I talk about all the time how much we revel our alone time, but these are some of the things that make alone time better when you don't hate yourself, when you're not spending your time <laughs> beating yourself up, you know, you can, when you forgive yourself, you make yourself pleasant to be around. I'm cracking up because I definitely had a conversation with an individual like last year where uh, they're like, where you been? I, I swear, I don't see you. Every now and then you post on Instagram on your stories that's it and then nobody hear from you and i was like i've been spending a lot of time by myself i'm not hiding from nobody i was like i just been like purposely isolating and i was like and they were like oh my gosh that sounds horrible and i said i spent a lot of time on myself they're like oh jesus that's horrible and i cracked up because i was like why why does that sound horrible and i was like that's mm, that would not go well and we kind of joked about it or whatever but when you said that, that's what it reminded me of. Like, yeah, I guess it really would be horrible if 
time by yourself it's just you ruminating over all the bad things you did how horrible you are how you not enough how you this and this and that not to say that i never get a bad thought and i never get a thought a self-defeating thought that i have to fight or sometimes i just let let it happen just like okay this is what we're feeling right now um but for the most part like i I, i'm the funniest person i know i be cracking myself up like i'm entertaining as hell me me and myself we have a whole dialogues and they good. How about ourselves? Just enjoying <laughs> life. My dogs don't even know they living with a comedian. Things <laughs> <laughs> happening around here, the concerts. I mean, everything. It's, Look, it's a whole entertainer. A whole entertainer. But no, for real. I mean, we like, but yeah, if your mind is not a happy place, um, <laughs> then <laughs> it, it is hard for you to enjoy that time. You know, if you're jumping in and saying self-disparaging remarks, I use the example of like, even when people take compliments or like you look at yourself in your mirror and you're like, oh, I look cute. And then that voice that creeps in and it's like, mm, but you're this is like that. And you're that. If you had a friend who popped in and said stuff like that to you all the day, you would hate them. You would not want to hang out with that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. We talked about it. some people don't mind having frenemies. You should not have friends in your life talking to you like that. <laughs> If somebody comes up to you and it's like, oh my God, you're so pretty. Your friend shouldn't be jumping in and be like, no, she's not. So then don't do that to yourself. Please be your own greatest best friend. Yeah. Hype yourself up. Forgive yourself. That was another thing. So um, in, in, in the book I'm reading that I keep kind of mentioning and raving about, that was one of the things he makes the point of like, when he's talking about forgiving yourself, he he like makes the point of like, for example, he said there's a four minute long video on YouTube of Beyonce falling, like of all the times she's and no one loves her less. Like basically, like for the mistakes that she's made, no one admires her less. For most of us and our friends and the people in our lives whom we love, when they make minor mistakes or they when they don't show up perfect because they're not because people are not perfect, we still love them. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can still love yourself, even though you're not perfect. You can still love yourself, even though you make mistakes. Yeah. Even though sometimes you, you know, sleep longer than you'd like to and feel less productive, you can still be happy and love yourself because you wouldn't take that away from anybody else. And you can still love yourself after making a major fuck up. Mm-hmm. Narcissists do it all the time. You. <laughs> so why shouldn't you? <laughs> so why shouldn't you? You know, there was a while there was like a meme go around where it was just like there is too many like idiotic people with confidence and not enough people who know what they're doing with confidence. How can we switch the two? Some variation of that. And that's kind of how I feel about self-love. There's so many great people out here that's just so freaking harsh on themselves and hating themselves and nitpicking with themselves and being their own inner critic and while that's happening there's just these assholes walking around like i'm amazing i don't know what's wrong with y'all but i think i'm great I, 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 don't know. I feel like all the issues and stuff i cause is everybody else's fault i am the true victim here uh um, cool yeah just actively just actively okay with their bullshit. that's meanwhile a- you know the person trying to save the world is over here like i'm not enough i'm not enough how did only save three babies today? I was meant to save four. But that reminds but that brings the question though, because because of the example you used of like 
how do you know that you're not that person who's just like i'm perfect i'm above reproach well i guess if you're thinking that you're above reproach yeah <laughs> then you're probably that person you're probably that person I think, yeah, like you said, if you feel like you're above approach, I feel like also if you don't really have to go through the forgiveness phase, like you kind of just always kind of like, ah, that is what it is. Like you don't check in with yourself. You don't necessarily see faults in yourself. You kind of bypass the approval phase. You're just kind of like, I'm good. Mm, sounds like that's a personal problem for you. And you're trying to just walk through life. Uh, I feel like I've met a, a couple of those and that seems to be their process. It's not even, you know, they'll use it like, yeah, no, I forgive myself. But like, really, you talk to me like, no, you didn't really feel the need to forgive yourself or anything. You didn't see the problem. You're just like, I'm over this. So I don't know about y'all. Yes. Mm. Even well, when you were saying that it was making me think of like seeking forgiveness, because I was thinking about people, I, I think at least at least social media claims, you know, women have a hard time it being so-called wrong. Mm -hmm. and i even said that with quotes <laughs> you, you definitely put up air quotes like apparently it can be quote-unquote wrong but allegedly <laughs> allegedly i guess i know that i can be wrong <laughs> i know that i can be wrong but but people claim that that women in general have a hard time accepting that like they're wrong and apologizing for things or seeking forgiveness when we're wrong and that's, that's, there's probably a layer of truth to that. Okay. I guess I should ask, seeking forgiveness does not necessarily make you weak either. Or. Oh, yes. No one should be above reproach. Everybody wrong at some point. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to admit that. <laughs> okay. Is that where you were originally going with that? Statement? Yeah. Okay. Just, just like, ladies, you know, we be wrong sometimes too. It's okay to... To admit that, uh, I know that the men make it very hard to. <laughs> I know I have definitely, definitely, definitely been wrong. Definitely, definitely been wrong. That is not anything I struggle with at all. I I can pinpoint. Maybe I can I can put some wrongs in alphabetical order for you right now. And I do believe that when you are in the wrong, to seek forgiveness. I know it's not a steadfast rule, but it would be nice. It would be nice. Um, there might be some situations where you might not be able to do it immediately. There might be situations where you're right. Maybe the person doesn't want to talk to you. The person does not feel like hearing it. But I do think it is nice. Even if I think back to like, now, now. I was going to say, even I think back to like apologies I didn't get about things that really hurt me. I would appreciate them now, but no, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, we say seek forgiveness, but honestly, there is a level where it's like, it's for you. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, for to, to give or to be forgiven, it's for the individual, I think. I know there's like a shared experience with it at times, but like, it's like when people are going like, if you could just forgive me, why do you need me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to, just please move on. <laughs> so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, and people will pester someone for this and it's like, okay, this is for you. This is so you yeah. can just be absolved of whatever, whatever. And that's what goes back to that forgiving yourself. Like mm -hmm. you need to work through that on your own because that person may not have it to give to you and that's okay. But let me ask you for you, mm -hmm. 
is it a thing like if somebody has done you wrong do you will still want that for you still want that i'm sorry no i don't care about that yeah it does nothing for me it does not move me like it's for the individual and somebody who's like i just want to say i'm sorry like yeah that's definitely usually more for them than for me i can't think of i mean there may be instances in my life where like but those are not from people who my mama can tell me that she's sorry and that's fine (laughs) but like most other people i'm not really sure like what i'm supposed to do with this apology Mm -hmm. i can't eat it don't pay no bills like that's kind of how i feel about apologies that's not to say that again like i'm not one to make people suffer for my anger or like try to hold the grudges and do things of that nature but like yeah i guess it's more like if we're gonna continue the that's what it is it's more yes. of the, if it's a continued relationship yes. if, and that's why i, I said my that. mama because my mama is gonna be in my life so like yeah we can have my close yeah in genuine yeah relationships that are going to continue let's let's do this thing <laughs> yeah i can forgive you and i would love your apology if it would mean something and so, if it means something in our relationship yeah and i think it's like you said earlier it's based on the individual because i i do know i know people in my life who like no that's the thing for them they still want an apology from somebody from 10 years ago they're like no i want that apology and for for them they feel like that's going to help they want to hear that you were sorry, that you whatever. Um, but I'm with you where like if the only time I really care about a sorry, if this is a continued relationship, whether we're family, friend, lovers, whatever, co-workers, I still got to work with you fine. But like there's certain situations where once the situation has ended, I don't care. You're pestering me. Like, don't. Boy, if I ain't talked to you in two years, don't come back and be like, hey, I, I promise you, I hate. <laughs> I forgot that this morning. Yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, I there's like, it's been two years. I haven't talked to you. I haven't heard from you. And then now you want to, hey, I just, are you been on my mind. I'm, I just want you to, I am sorry. I do think about it. I do. I'm going to roll my eyes so hard. I do not care. I do not care. This seems more for you. Mercury is going to be out of a retrograde in a couple more days. Could you not hold on? <laughs> Why are we doing this? Yeah. That for me personally, I know there's some people, they do want that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that in a condescending way. I think there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you need. But there are some people where know your person. They don't want that. You blocked on everything. Why don't, are you getting new numbers to say this thing? I clearly do not want to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. So forgiveness. <laughs> so forgiveness, yes. Uh it's a gray area thing. And I don't think that's how we intended to start off the topic by saying it's a gray area. <laughs> I mean, no, it's literally how you started off. It's it's in, I mean it because it is a it's case by case, it's person by person. I think at the end of the day, there are positive things that can come from forgiveness, from forgiving yourself. From allowing forgiveness of others. And again, forgiving someone does not necessarily mean that what they did is okay or that you have to let them dip and dab back in, in and out of your life or continue to harm you. We want to be very clear about that because we don't believe on that at all. <laughs> but being able to let go and move on is is can be helpful and healing for you. And it doesn't make you weak to let go of those feelings. And it doesn't make you weak to 
to not feel the need to punish someone and have this long drawn out process to things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also if you need time to heal, if we're healing, right? Not like stewing up vengeance, healing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you need time to heal. That's okay too. So I guess at the end of the day, it's like, it's yes, of course it's individualized, but there's also good things that can come with it. So don't like shy away from forgiveness and forgive yourself because you probably need it the most. Well, guys, that is all we have for today's episode. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at SheWolfAlchemy or head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. If you need to reach out to us outside of social media, you can email us at SheWolfAlchemy at gmail.com. Other than that, we'll have a new episode for you guys next Sunday. Bye. Bye.